to Light and Shadow, a podcast about the complex themes presented in the horror genre. I'm your host, Nicole, and it's time to share another dark tale. Welcome to the first annual Halloween party. Come in and make yourself at home. Um, we've got some great things in store for our little gathering today, including costumes, Halloween traditions, favorite spooky season movies, and more. And I think I see our first special guest of the evening, my collaborator and illustrator extraordinaire, Sunny. Welcome to the party, Sunny. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Everybody has been enjoying all of your beautiful illustrations. Oh, thank you. And they've been really fun to work on. I'm just happy this exists so I can finally justify all my creepy artwork. It's, yes. it's been really fun. Yeah. Yes. It's been <laughs> it's been a fun collaboration for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite illustration you've done so far? <sighs> I, my mind went right to the leather face mm, with oh, the yeah. drinking like a little cocktail out of the skull just because that one was so fun. I don't know. The Freddy Krueger one, though, recently was really fun to work on just because I didn't think it was going to come out <laughs> at all or even be finished. But uh, yeah, that one, his eyes, I really love the way that like, yeah, those little glints of certain details really popped. And yeah, he looks especially evil. Yes. Like I was like, this is really scary. <laughs> I love how dark it is. Too, so you have to kind of zoom in to really see the details, which is even creepier. Yes. Plus, you know, the boogeyman legend is just really 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 fun to read about and learn about and I had no idea about the Peter Pan thing that really freaked me out in the best right? way possible yeah yeah it's good stuff it's that good was, stuff so if you guys don't know what she's talking about go back one episode <laughs> listen to the boogeyman it's spooky season so it's good time for that good time oh yeah so let's talk a little bit about like your history of Halloween did you celebrate Halloween when you were a kid That's oh, yeah. always been a thing favorite yeah. always been my favorite holiday and you know when we're just when we were talking about that, um, whenever I first really got into spooky stuff, you know, my parents obviously knew like what I could and couldn't handle, but saw that I had an interest in scary stuff in general. And I remember that specifically because have you ever been to the Lakeland Public Library in the kids section? Uh, I actually don't think I have been to the kids section. Well, first of, of all, they redid it and it's like way swankier even than the adult side. It's pretty cool. <laughs> but if you walk back there, they have um, holiday books separated by section and they were always coded with these little special stickers on the side. So Valentine's oh. Day theme books had hearts, mm -hmm. Christmas had trees, and I would go straight for the pumpkins because yep. those were always <laughs> the scary books. They didn't really have any other way, I guess, in children's books to, you know, classify, you know, how do you classify children's horror, right? Nope, it just got <laughs> slotted as a Halloween book. So I went for the Halloween books. And um, and then I think after that, my mom got me started on Alfred Hitchcock, Twilight Zone, some of the more mild, you know, older, right. so less scary, but not true, still super scary. And then just sort of advanced from there, I think more like 80s movies, 80s, you know, horror, and then into now and here we are. <laughs> so have you, talking about the children's library mm -hmm. reminds me um of a story I just recently read. Have you ever read The Library Policeman by Stephen King? No. Oh, you need to read it. I've it, never even heard of it. It's in uh, Four Past Midnight. Okay. Which has a uh, secret window, secret garden okay. in the Langoliers. Anyway, 
it's it's about this like evil librarian basically wow. and there are these really creepy descriptions of the children's library oh, in wow. this little town um it does have one of the roughest scenes he's ever written and i didn't know about it and so when i got to it i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like uh, it's assault involving a child so just i'm going to put wow. that out there for the, so you don't read it and then you're like what the heck nicole yeah. <laughs> um but if you have like a particular connection with like children's library mm-hmm. you should read it that's pretty great you should read it yeah, yeah that's yeah what was your favorite costume i guess either as a kid or as an adult what's, what's your favorite halloween costume you've ever worn catwoman oh Really? Catwoman all the way. I was a, still am, huge Batman nerd. And I think Catwoman has, I just went back and rewatched that, that particular Batman recently. Batman Returns? Yes. That Catwoman? Mm -hmm. Michelle, I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, this, this makes so much sense. This explains so much. I love this Catwoman. (laughs) She's just great. Like, I really think she's also sort of like a, sort of a low key I wouldn't call it like a feminist icon but she there is there are some ideologies in there that are like definitely but even as a little kid I was like I really love this woman and I don't know why um I just know she's got a great costume and I love cats too so um yeah I mean immediately when I was little right after I saw that movie I was like mom I gotta be Catwoman so my mom knew a woman who was um, a dressmaker and two years in a row she had made my Halloween costumes the one before that was Morticia from Adam's family. Wow, this yeah, is legit. Right? <laughs> I always had to be something scary. I never I never understood other kids who would dress up as like, you know, clowns. Unless it was a scary clown. Right. You know, of course. <laughs> or like firemen or whatever. I'm like, that's cool. But like, it's Halloween. Like, it's time to be scary. You know? I, I want to be scary. It's time to be scary. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and now I, I have a reason for it, you know? Um, so, yeah. Um, Morticia before that. But I was like, okay. You know? And it was a big undertaking. Because, you know, she's got like the... The visible stitches, mm-hmm. um, kind of that pleather, you know, sort of look. Now, I wasn't running around in latex when I was, like, 10. Okay? Right, I just right. not freak anybody out. But, <laughs> but she did have this, like, really cool, like, shiny material that she found that was kind of like it, almost like a polyester. Mm-hmm. And then did these big, fat, white stitches all over it. And I wore that costume not only on Halloween, but, like, as often as I could after that. I loved that costume. So, yeah. So, I have a story that's almost exactly the same. Really? Yep. Loved Catwoman, and I, I wore it two years in a row. Oh I loved my gosh. it so much. Yeah. And my dad, mm-hmm. who my dad is like a man's man. Mm-hmm. He loves hunting <laughs> and sport, chopping wood. And yeah, he's a logger. <laughs> you know, my dad is like a man's man. Mm-hmm. But he also is like he's he's like creative and he's good at artistic stuff too. So I wanted to be Catwoman, and we couldn't find a good costume. So mm-hmm. what we we bought me just a cat costume, mm-hmm. and my dad like reconfigured the ears and stuff, Aww. like took them off and then sewed them back on so they would look Aww. right. That is so awesome that he and did then that. he put the stitches in the whole thing. Wow! And the way that he did it too, like he would have to sew me into the costume. Yeah, like he was oh, like, wow. "You're gonna like." He's like, are you going to be okay? Like, yeah. So he sent me off to school, sewn into this costume, and I like, I couldn't take it off to pee. Oh. <laughs> and and he taught me how to crack it's a whip and gave really? me a whip. Oh, so that's like, even cooler. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's hard. Yeah. yeah. That is really, really, really difficult to do. I tried it one time and, like, hurt myself pretty good. I was oh, like, you know what? Let me not, you know. Yeah. And he also that's- had to give me the speech about, like, 
this isn't really a toy. Right. And, like, you can't use this on people. Mm-hmm. Like, be very careful. Which made it feel ten times cooler. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're like, yeah, I'm legit. Don't mess with me. That's but, fantastic. Yeah. That's. that's yeah. If you have pictures of your cat, I'll try to find you some. To yeah, I was pretty proud of that. That and my yeah. Morticia costume was like my uniform for way longer than I care to admit. But yeah, <laughs> Catwoman was where I was at. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Before we leave today, uh, you're at the Halloween party. What are you taking from the candy bowl? What's your favorite candy? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's hard. I would like to like... You know, keep it spooky and say anything that's dark chocolate. But uh, nah, it's Snickers. I love Snickers. Snickers. Yeah, it used yeah, to be Twix. Solid. Still love Twix, but Snickers now. I, you know, I'm an adult. My tastes have changed, and it's all about Snickers. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much, Sunny. Thanks for, for joining me, me yeah. for this special episode. And super fun. You guys, um, stay tuned because we're going to be doing a art and horror episode sometime in 2020 yes um it might be just the two of us it might be me and you and natalie because she's also a horror nerd art nerd and i think we would have some really cool conversations awesome yeah love that yeah cool thanks thanks for having me of course Well, looks like Sunny ate all the Snickers, so I'm going to step away and restock the candy bowl, and in the meantime, the Straight Chilling podcast crew is going to take over with their recommendations for Halloween season viewing. Thanks, guys. There's some... What up, nerds? It's the Straight Chilling crew coming at you via Nicole's awesome podcast, Charo Scuro podcast. Uh... We've been friends with Nicole for quite some time. She's actually one of the first people that we met uh, doing this podcast. Um, and it's uh, with great pleasure we are being featured on this very special spooky episode talking about Halloween and spooky stuff we like to watch during the season. Of course, you got your boy Bob and my cohorts. It's your boy Soju. And I am the man that is called many things, such as Randy. <laughs> Just one of many. Too many things. So, so many things. Um, so, Nicole, yeah, she she asked us to talk about our top three uh, things that we like to watch during the spooky season. Um, Justin, do you want to go ahead and uh, kick us off? What do, you, what do you like to watch to get you in the, in the spirit of the holiday? I do. It's a little bit of a mix of things. Uh, one, I think probably my ultimate favorite maybe the best halloween movie ever made trick-or-treat i love it it is just i think it's also just one of the best like i don't know it's just such a good halloween movie um it it, it like has so many like it's the werewolves and it's the ghosts and like the zombies and everything it just has like a perfect blend of the season and spookiness and some like body transformation gore and everything and just all the decorations that are in it. I love that movie. I love to watch it. It really gives me pump for the season. Um, I also like to watch a throwback from my childhood, Hocus Pocus, AKA Hoker Poker. I love it. It's a feature film. <laughs> it holds a special place in my heart. Uh, we reviewed it last year, and it was still just as good watching it as an adult. I love to watch that one every Halloween. And finally, one that I actually I had never seen until we covered it on this podcast maybe two years ago, and it's Ghost Watch. Yes. And I love that movie. It, like, cracks me up to watch it that everybody is so fooled. Um, this, like, TV special from the 90s that was played off, like, a... Um, 
like a real Halloween special with the newscast and everything. And it's just, uh, it's got a lot of charm to it. Um, it's just really, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. And so those are definitely my three, like go to now, um, for, for getting into the Halloween season. Yeah. Ghost watch is like the ultimate prank in a movie. It's great. Definitely. Check I it love out. it. Yeah. <laughs> for show. Um, there's like so many things that I could list off, but I tend to, to lean towards like the horror comedy. Um, just like in general, not even for oh, Halloween boy. specific. So I got I got a few here that I want to mention. Uh, first All one, right. first one. Keep it to three, Bob. I got three. I got three. <laughs> uh, Idle Hands, which is like a horror comedy oh, from yes. the nineties. You know, it's got some Seth Green, some Devin Sawa up in there. Sawa. 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 <laughs> also featuring the band The Offspring, which is great. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, it. You know, some high school kids up to no good somebody's hand gets possessed you got to chop it off comedic stuff ensues definitely recommend it also there's like a great halloween dance in this movie yeah party at this yeah. school right yeah, yeah. it's uh a it's, good one. it's a good one to get you in the in the mood for the season um also murder party is one that i like murder party yeah it's now, uh now there's a film that i would i was upset that i didn't think of first Sorry, oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I think I, you introduced I, us to that, Randy. Yep. We stole it away. Yeah, it's a true. good, good cho- choice for sure. It's Go like on. it's like if those kids in Idle Hands uh, graduated high school and then went to college and became art majors, <laughs> then you got Murder Party. That's pretty much what happens here. <laughs> well, they'd have to turn turn tail on their characters pretty hard to become true. like the most art student art students of all time. Evil <laughs> artists. Um, yes. Yeah, they they try to make a, a snuff film basically, but it's that sounds like more gruesome than it really is. It's uh, they the movie really makes it's very fun. comedic. Yeah, it makes fun of uh, art just in general. And <laughs> it's it's awesome. Uh, definitely recommend that. Jer- uh, Jeremy Saulnier's first movie, by the way, uh, director yeah. of Green Room and Blue Ruin and other stuff. Uh, the last one I gotta recommend for you guys. Um, is Ginger Snaps? It's a uh, it's a great werewolf movie, uh, Canadian movie from the early two thousands. Uh, two sisters going through high school um, have to deal with turning into werewolves, basically. Uh, comedic stuff. Also, a dope Halloween party featured in this movie. Great to get you in the Halloween spirit. Check it out, uh, Randy. What you got? Well, I had a hard time picking, uh, but I think my my first and foremost choice goes to Over the Garden Wall, which is something I discovered in the most, probably the past like five years or something, um, which was a a miniseries on Cartoon Network. I think their first miniseries ever that's very much like built into like the um, early turn of the century Americana of... uh, of like Halloween time. It's not explicitly Halloween stuff, but it's, it's very much in that fall, uh, jack-o'-lantern-y sort of, um, I don't know, it's tough to describe, but, uh, sort of, um, pastoral sort of take. And it's extremely charming to me. And it's also like a, just a great story. It's greatly acted and it's got great music. It's, it's great on all fronts. And I've talked about it and gushed about it many times here. I have to watch it every year now, at least once. Um, yeah. 
It's good just uh, also, for the fall season in general. Like the whole setting is. of it is like perfect for like fall. Yeah, it kind of kicks off all of fall for me, but it's because that happens right. Like <laughs> that coincides with the kickoff of spooky season. It's perfect for that too. It, it just kind of falls in line. Um, also, to bring up uh, bring up uh, some, I, I kind of skewed towards stuff I watched when I was a child. <laughs> so over the garden wall is a little bit of an outlier. So. Um, my other choice is the Halloween special of Pete and Pete, which is called Halloweenies and features a character by the name of Endless Mike, who is a pleasure to watch. He has no end. I did. I love he's, the man has no end. That's a mic with no end. And um, I don't know. There's not really much to say. It's a half hour Nickelodeon show for those who don't know. And Pete and Pete was like one of my favorites growing up. It's just really bizarre, sort of like... Um, alternative humor stuff and then uh and it like it deals with smashing pumpkins on halloween and whether or not you're too old to be into halloween and all that stuff which is ever present in your mind as an over 12 year old person uh around the spooky season so that's a good one and then this is a sort of maybe an odd choice because it's also not explicitly halloween but um nosferatu was one that i watched it, it was kind of like a perfect movie that i watched every halloween in that little dark zone between being sort of too old to trick or treat and too young to really know about any cool parties to go to or whatever. So I would watch it on or around Halloween every year for a lot of my like early to mid teens. And I, it holds a special place in my heart for that reason. It just creeped me out real hard. So I love that. And a special, special nod. This is a bonus uh, fourth option to everything is terrible. Halloween special or Halloween DVD which is a riot. And if you don't know what that is, look up everything is terrible on YouTube and you will have your brain melted. Um, look for Halloween related stuff. It's great. Um, unfortunately the one I'm speaking of is on a DVD that they've released. And it's as far as I know, only uh, it's the only way to see that whole collection of Halloween related stuff. Um, but uh, there's a lot of that stuff still on YouTube and things. They're primarily like a, a YouTube collective concern. So check out everything is terrible. Their Halloween stuff's great. Hooray. <laughs> Agreed. Um, so yeah, that's what we get into around the spooky season time. Um, thanks Nicole for, for having us on uh, your show. It's always a pleasure to be involved with Charles Giorgio podcast. Um, thanks Nicole. Yeah. Happy Halloween everybody. And as always keep chilling. Guys. There are some classics and hopefully new favorites in there. And I think there's time for one more chat before I have to say goodnight and join the party. Hmm, who do I see over there with the perfect mom and baby costume? It's friend of the show and fellow horror nerd, Natalie. You guys remember Natalie? She was my super, super awesome co-host on the Women in Horror episode. Hey, Natalie! Thank you Welcome so much. Party. Good to be here. Good to be here. Favorite spooky season. Decorating my house today. Yes. It's a great day. Yes. <laughs> and it smells spooky up in here. <sighs> Love that pumpkin spice. Yeah. <laughs> We're here. Yeah. We've talked about costumes. We've talked about film favorites. And so I want to talk a little bit about Halloween traditions today Dig with it. you. Yes. You also grew up in a Christian home like I did mm -hmm. when you were a kiddo. Were you guys like allowed to trick or treat? Did you live in one of those like weird families that didn't trick or treat? Like what did that look like when you were growing up? What'd you do? It's a bit mixed. 
Um, so when I was younger, like in the be- in the beginning, <laughs> um, there was a pumpkin. But um, my mom used to make me Halloween costumes, right? So she made me a pumpkin costume when I was a baby, and then a bumblebee costume. And we eventually got into like bot costumes, and it was super cool. My aunt used to take us and dress up like a prisoner. It was adorable. And then one year, um, when she finally like got into church, she was like, "No, nah, we're not doing that." And I was oh. like, well, why? It was great. And she's like, no, it's the devil's birthday. And I was like, the devil have a birthday? The devil's birthday. <laughs> um, but no, it was like a whole thing. Like, you didn't do it. It was frowned upon or whatever. So after that point, we started going to Chuck E. Cheese on Halloween. Like, that was our thing. Okay. It was like, okay, you're not going to go trick-or-treating, but we're going to take you to Chuck E. Cheese. That's and not horrible. It wasn't awful. <laughs> like, it was very weird and very quirky. And I hated the fact that I couldn't trick-or-treat. Mm-hmm. But at least we didn't stay home and do nothing. Right. When I was 16, uh, I had asked to go to my dad's for Halloween. And she was like, okay, but you have to promise me that you're not going to dress up or anything. And I was like, yeah, I promise. And I didn't have any outfits or anything. My dad used to have these, like, super spooky masks. Because he's a ridiculous person. He used to have these really, like, scary masks and wigs in his um, closet just to mess with us every once in a while. Like, it was night and he would come out with his mask and, like, scare us. So I took his mask and my stepsister was there. She took the other mask. And we just went trick-or-treating. And it was rad. <laughs> what wasn't dope was my mom driving to pick me up and seeing me trick-or-treating. Oh, no. Chaos ensued. It was awful. <laughs> it was um, okay. But, yeah, I think uh, we've been thinking about it a lot, right? Because AJ's family is still not, like, super cool with Halloween. My family is a lot more lax about it now, which is nice. But, obviously, like... I have already, <laughs> right, you know, yes. and being that, like, I love Halloween. She's for sure going to do trick-or-treating. At least I'm going to be cool with it, you know. I'm not going this year because I'm not going to – I refuse to be one of those parents that's like, candy for the child that has no teeth, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but I am really stoked for, like, when that eventually comes. I think it'll be good. Yeah. So um, do you and AJ, because, like, your baby is very young. Like She's tiny. She's, yeah, you just had her <laughs> just a few months ago. So do you and AJ have – have any special Halloween traditions that you guys have been doing? We usually always try to have like a scary movie marathon. If mm-hmm. I'm off during the day, that's what I'll do. And then we'll have friends over to like, we have like themed foods. We have recently started getting into the habit of having candy for trick-or-treaters, which is like my favorite thing. Yes. Um, love it. I love it. It's so yeah. much fun. Um, and then um, we just, you know, try to have people over to watch movies and hand out candy and eat a ton of candy. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like, I, f- I feel like when Halloween is on a weeknight, like mm-hmm. it is most years, you, you kind of have to make your own fun because depending upon what neighborhood you live in. You might have a lot of trick-or-treaters, you might not, but I feel like on a weeknight, you just naturally, like, don't have a ton of trick-or-treaters. So. I think it's hard because, um, like, it's always hard to gauge how much candy to buy. Yes. Right? Because you buy, like, exorbitant amounts, and then no one shows up, and you're like, well, I guess I have all this candy now, right? <laughs> um, but I've definitely had nights where, like, you know, we've run out of candy, and everything's closed, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have any more candy. So it's always better to buy an excess. It's, yes. <laughs> because then it's like, well, we have all this. I mean, I guess I need to eat these. I guess these, I have to eat these before they go bad. Bars. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you ever watch the movie um, Halloween Town? You know, I was a little old for that. Okay. And people are always like, hey, well, if you ever seen Halloween Town, but I have not, but I have heard that it is really great. It's wonderful. The reason I ask, there's actually a scene where, like, the kids go away, they're in Halloween Town, and the mom doesn't know. 
Um, and the mom's been trying to like suppress Halloween for her family for a very long time. And she's sitting in front of, she's like the 90s, she's sitting in front of her CRT TV and she's got all the candy that the kids have trick-or-treated for, she took away from him. She's just eating the candy in front of the TV like, ugh. And I love that because I'm like, yeah, that's a very mom thing to do. Yes. Yeah. So we, we do pretty much the same thing. Like sometimes it's just the two of us, but uh, this past year we had like, we moved like our coffee table and everything and like, but brought out like all the blankets in the house. And I told Aww. everybody to like bring pillows and blankets. And so we all like sat in the floor, <laughs> like kind of like children. And yeah. we had, except we had cocktails and we watched, uh, we didn't watch any horror movies. We watched um, Ichabod and Mr. Toad, oh, which is super the old cute. like Headless Horseman cartoon. And we yeah. watched Hocus Pocus. Love it. And it was so fun. It was so fun. Love it. So um, already this year, um, some of our close friends who were there last year, they were like, what Again. are we doing for Halloween this year? And I was like, do you want to come over? Yeah. So it might be a little different this year because we're having, um, probably having a big community event. Mm. Um, a friend of mine kind of rallied together because, like I said, a lot of people in my neighborhood don't get a ton of trick-or-treaters on weeknights. So mm. she's like, what if we go down to the park and we all come down there and sit together Aww. and do trick-or-treating there? So. We're probably going to be doing that, and then we will probably, like, filter back back to our house to My watch heart. spooky things. But, yeah, I, I'm going to dress up in a witch costume and read stories to the children. It's going to be so great. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to have, like, a block party mm-hmm. for Halloween. I thought that would be amazing. I went to one block party in my life in Miami, and it was the coolest thing in the world. And I was like, how cool would this be themed? Yeah, themed. Um, last year, actually... And if we lived in South Carolina, it would be a tradition. Or, sorry, year before last when we lived in South Carolina. A Halloween actually fell concurrent with the um, state fair. Oh. <sighs> Girl. We spent the whole time at the state fair and, like, just reveled in the carny spookiness. It was beautiful. And then uh, we went to go see The Shining in theaters. And it was one of my favorite Halloweens oh. I've ever had. That sounds so seasonally appropriate. It was incredible. Like, that <laughs> sounds like a great Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> So, okay, so you mentioned The Shining. This is a perfect time to segue. Um, what are your favorite spooky season viewings? The Shining is one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Shining is one. We watched um, the original Texas Chainsaw last year, and it was perfect. So I want to say that one's probably on the list again this year. And then one of my favorite seasonal viewings that I watch probably four or five times during the season <laughs> is um, a series called Over the Garden Wall. Oh, I've we've heard talked of this. about it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it was actually an, a Cartoon Network special. It's like a mini series that you can watch straight through like a movie, mm-hmm. and it is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's that, what I've heard. That it's just oh like it's just like so Halloween and so great. I it, gotta do it. It's perfectly <laughs> childlike and creepy and thematic. And the art is absolutely beautiful. It's wonderful. It's great. We were playing the soundtrack earlier today. Yeah, I was wondering, because I was like, this sounds kind of spooky, but kind of whimsical. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I wonder if this is over the garden Take wall. Take it with that vibe. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Cool. Oh, so good. Well, thank you so much for being on the show again. Yes, ma'am. And I'm sure that we'll do it again in 2020. Love it. So stay tuned. Bye, guys. Well, folks, it's time for me to say goodnight and join the party before the rest of the candy is gone. I hope you've enjoyed your time at our first annual Halloween party and are prepared for all the wonderfully spooky things to come this month. I would like to say thanks so much to all my wonderful VIP guests this evening. You can find artwork accounts for Sunny and Natalie on Instagram. For weekly horror review, both past and present, 
tune into Straight Chilling Podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can find links for all our guests in the show notes. And as always, rate, review, subscribe, support, like, you know the drill, on all the socials and Patreon. Until next time, stay spooky and happy Halloween. Oh snap, I gotta go.